Hello, sweet friends, and welcome to The Art of Showing Up. My name is Jess, and I'm here to share and to build and to speak love and light and life with you because you are worthy of receiving all of that and so much more because you are worthy of being reminded that you are enough in all of your perfectly imperfect enoughness. Join me as we discuss, dissect, hang out, laugh, cry, and share about what showing up looks like to us in the different avenues of our lives, both individually and collectively. This is the art of showing up. Chapter five, impossible, but why though? Impossibilities are all around us. The thing that gets me about them is, are they really? Think about it, sweet friends. I mean, sure, there are some things that will be impossible to you that are a breeze to me and so on and vice versa and such. <laughs> so it definitely begs the question, is anything out there really impossible? Maybe I'm thinking a bit on the hyperactive side about it, or maybe it's my typical overthinking. But there is a part of me that believes, truly, that the things we all tend to label impossible are really only ever extremely challenging to us. Challenging in a way that tests how far past our comfort we are willing to press to attain the goal on the other side of it. Another thing is that impossible is never something that we like to hear unless it's in reference to something we have already completed or conquered or attained. You hear it in a lot of stories about sports or when we made our way through our adolescent years or big events that happened throughout our lives, historical war stories, or even in day-to-day -day moments that are shared between friends and coworkers. There's so much more hard work involved in impossible. And it's definitely a much more arduous journey than most others. But I'd be willing to bet my bottom dollar as I tell you that impossible can definitely surprise you in some of the most amazing ways. Impossibilities can be adventurous and exciting and exhilarating and frightening and big and in the spirit of transparency, something that can seem impossible to us can and sometimes will leave us feeling the defeat of why. Why was it so difficult? Why couldn't I figure it out? My goal was just on the other side of it. Why, why was it so impossible? Okay, quick little segue, but it still has to do with it, okay? So stick with me. I have a little bit of an exemplary story for you. Have you ever watched a caterpillar form a chrysalis? I, I promise I'm going somewhere with this, okay? Have you ever watched a caterpillar form a chrysalis? Whether in person or by way of one of the many avenues provided by the internet? 
watched it emerge a butterfly. It is pretty freaking miraculous. But then you start to really think about how it happens and it seems impossible, right? I mean, take a minute and think about it. Pause if you need to and just go through that whole process and think about it. The caterpillar somehow creates this tiny sack. And I mean, y'all, it's tiny compared to the ginormity of its caterpillar body. It seals its large body inside. It seems physically impossible, probably because it is physically impossible. And then the chrysalis, it sits and it sits and it sits alone, forgotten, subject to wind and rain and all kinds of natural elements that would otherwise seek its destruction. And then one day you look up and there is this absolutely beautiful butterfly, perfect in every way, utterly impossible, except that it's not. <laughs> Reminds me of something. Compressed, squashed by the realities that are unique to a fallen world, feeling utterly alone. Then one day, out of what seems like nowhere, we will emerge like beautiful butterflies. But sweet friends, it's only when we have made the conscious decision to show up and do the work that feels nearly impossible to us. And I promise sometimes it's going to, but keep showing up. I'll share something from a personal perspective that left me feeling like never ever in a quadrillion eternities could I have survived anything close to what I have so far that had me feeling compressed and squashed and feeling utterly alone in this claustrophobic feeling tiny place in life and subject to any and every danger there was. Don't get me wrong, sweet friends. My life is great now. It's beautiful and wonderful. And I'm not saying that it wasn't back then. In fact, when it was bad, there were some moments of light and levity and joy. However, as humans living on the same planet, when we walk through life, and when we face challenges and we get hit by grief of any form and challenging times, sometimes those things tend to scream just a bit more loudly than the light when they're the ones coming around more frequently, you know? Losing close friends throughout my young life, losing somebody I believed I was meant to spend the rest of my life with was absolute obliteration. Losing Co-workers I'd become good friends with. My first friend, a niece, a nephew, a sister, y'all. It's literally a long fucking list of all of the pieces of my heart. I vividly remember thinking, okay, this is my thing. This is the one great horror of my life that just seems to keep popping up. This is what it's going to be. You know, the theme of the story of my life, I guess. Of course, this was back when I still believed there was some kind of life suffering slash universe won't give you more than you can bear quota. And just to be clear, there is not, she will, and it's okay. 
every time, every funeral, every hurtful breakup, every painful sliver of my heart that was torn from my chest, every angry ending of an angrier phone call, every step I took beside the people that I care deeply about and love as they walked through their pain, even now as they relive it every year. Sweet friends, it was impossible to bear. Sometimes it still does feel like it could be impossible. And that is just one tiny facet of life. Taking the time to look at the rest only ever made me retreat further away from myself, further away from any positive potential I had from attaining all of the things that I deemed impossible at those points in my life. And then, well, Okay, well, then I dropped off for a while and tried to get as far away from that version of reality that I'd grown so accustomed to as I could. But here's the thing. Pain, agony, the various terrors that we wish we could avoid, they're lurking all around, all avenues of life. I feel like I lost everything at one point. I felt that way as we all have at one point in our lives. Once upon a time, I had no home, no job, no car, and almost no one in my corner, really. Impossible. The pain, the anguish, something as small as a little confusion, even the slightest bit of uncertainty of it all, to that point was as intimately mine as the hot tears on my cheeks. There was nowhere to run, nowhere to hide, no around, only through. And sweet friends, it felt impossible. But think about this. How many impossible things have each of us breathed life into already? How many impossible things have we each walked at full speed ahead and come out of the other side not only still breathing, but better for it. I am right here before you as the kicking, screaming, rejoicing, dancing around the living room proof that the impossible can, in fact, be possible. I have the power. You, sweet friends, have the power. We have the power to overcome that thing that we think is so impossible. You have the strength to live and laugh and love, not in spite of the challenges you have faced and will face again and again and again along this mortal path, but because of them. And life will be exquisite regardless. Perhaps this is the most impossible possibility of them all. Despite all the suffering, despite all the heartache, all the fear, all the pain, life can and will be a joyful, radiant adventure. Tenderly embracing our challenges, weaknesses, guilt, grief, you name it, and choosing to follow them through until we have reached the very core of our humanity offers us a depth of self, a spiritual resonance that I'm convinced we could attain in no other way. I feel like no one ever got anywhere good by resisting their suffering. So embrace what's yours with hope. 
quick side note about hope. Someone very special to me once shared with me that people speak of hope as if it's this delicate, ephemeral thing made of whispers and flower petals when really it's not. Hope has dirt on her face, blood on her knuckles, and the grit of cobblestones in her hair and just spat out a tooth as she got to her feet for another go. That being said, I will say again, sweet friends, embrace what is yours with hope in your heart. Enlighten your eyes. Anchored to the faith in yourself and the knowledge that you can and you will. And take that deep dive. And in all that mess, you'll find something glorious. Yourself. It is possible. And maybe, I don't know, along the way, we'll stop asking why. Why is it so impossible? Why can't I figure it out? Why? Like we're lost and out of options and start showing up to find the answers for ourselves. I feel like this question exists in our desperate attempt to uncover purpose and meaning inside of impossible things. I think we grasp at why in a frantic desire for solid ground to carry us through the obliterative horror that is sometimes human existence. But take it from a heart that intimately knows. There is madness in why. All answers are fickle. And that quest, the quest for the why, it loops us through added darkness and confusion. It can compound and amplify grief and pain in truly devastating ways. So maybe the question isn't why, because maybe there truly isn't a why. Huh, maybe, maybe instead the question could be, what now? Maybe that's where we'll find light and meaning and hope and peace in an otherwise uncertain and and impossible future. Maybe. Circling back to the story of the caterpillar. To be honest, I don't think I'll ever stop being grateful for those little creatures and the enormous lesson they've taught me personally. I'll never stop appreciating the way they show up amidst the impossibility of just the idea let alone the fact that it actually happens of becoming some of the most colorful and beautiful parts of the world in which we live. And I will never stop living my life with purpose. Thank you, caterpillars, for all you do in and for this planet. You know, regarding caterpillars, I once heard a story about a little girl who asked her mother, do caterpillars know that they'll become butterflies? Or does life surprise them? And I don't quite recall how the story ended or what her mother told her, but I definitely think life surprises us. But what do I know? So get out there, sweet friends, and don't limit yourself. Don't throw in the towel because of what anyone, including yourself, says. We can't allow the impossible to frighten us. 
We can't let it intimidate us or keep us from digging deeper within ourselves and pulling that strength that we know we possess. That strength that we know will propel us toward each and every impossibility that we will eventually conquer. And we will. I know it. Thank you for hanging out with me today, sweet friends. I hope that we can continue to learn and move through life together, showing up with and for each other in ways that will not only surprise us, but will teach us lessons and make us stronger. For more content and to send in any of your questions, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at the.artofshowingup. Until next time, I'm Jess, and this is The Art of Showing Up.